0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today.
1: A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
2: Hi, David.
0: Hello, Bridget. How are you?
1: Wow, how are you?
0: I am pretty good, thanks.
1: That's good. I'm glad we could finally connect.
0: Yes, I I am too, and I I apologize for uh, for Monday, but I appreciate your uh, your willingness. Oh, willing, that's okay.
2: Yeah, that's not. Nice.
0: I uh I I wasn't sure where you were actually at, I think, when when I first started talking to the publicist about timing and so on, and it sounded I think like you were traveling, but you're you're actually you're based in Australia, right?
1: Yeah, I'm based in Australia. I've been in Sri Lanka, so um I've maybe, just got back.
0: Maybe that's what so, it was. Yeah.
1: And where have you been? You've been in Southeast Asia? Yeah,
0: so I work uh for the past almost twenty years, I guess now I've been working in um, you know, full time gig working in uh, uh, international development, and so I've worked with a lot of different agencies and, and been able to do a, a fair bit of traveling, and I was just in Bangladesh uh, working on uh, some public engagement stuff on, on a Canadian, a fairly significant Canadian project up there, working with uh, mothers and farmers on a, a biofortified rice project actually, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, and then I was able to get down into uh, Cambodia as well for about a week. I've I've been working in Cambodia since 2003, and uh, have been just in the last four years. I started foolishly started <laughs> working on a small documentary film, and it has kind of <laughs> taken over my life in some respects. <laughs> and as yeah. I'm sure you can only uh, appreciate too well, I would think, being you know having d- done the work that you've done for so many years, it, it it's you know what it's weird, Bridget. It's kind of gone beyond. Um, I don't even know if this makes sense, but it's gone beyond a passion project, and now it's it's like I don't know a project of purpose maybe. I, I, I'm going yeah. for the, I'm going for the alliteration here, but but there there's there's something about it that it's gotten into my blood, and and now now i need i need to make this like this has to happen
1: oh that's fantastic
0: it's kind of cool it is i'm not and that's i'm not complaining feeling. it is a great feeling yeah and the, the 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 challenge now is going to be trying to find some funding and so we were able to do some more recording and and what's really cool is i was able to introduce all the key principles both in CM Reap and Phnom Penh um, to my new uh, my new director of photography uh, a young young filmmaker out of vancouver and he knows everyone now and it's he can go back on his own, and so it's going to save us. It's going to save us time. It's going to save us money. We're going to be able to follow the story, uh, I think, even in in a, in a more intimate way. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fantastic.
1: Neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do, have you got a release date, or is that too far? Off?
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we're going to be submitting to you know some of the more significant festivals within the next eighteen months. So that's the plan uh but it could be a tiny bit longer it it, it kind of just depends on on the principle of photography i'd say we're 60 percent of the way there Uh website just yeah. came live i've got a fundraising deck that i've just uh, put together i've got uh, a, a new treatment and i've got a producing a production company in in, uh, in toronto or sorry ottawa actually ottawa ontario that are interested, so we'll we'll see. I mean, it's as you know, this stuff That's is really right. it's really hard to do and to pull off. And I'm I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to make any money on it, but I would like people to get paid, you know, uh, for their yeah. for their effort and their involvement, you know. So anyway, it's well, called can, it's called you your, it's called broken it's called broken courage, and I'm broken courage. And it well, is
1: put, put me on the mailing list so I can keep track of the film. Oh because,
0: well, thank you. Oops.
1: Yeah, if it has an Australian release, it'd be good to support it.
0: Well, I will, and we're really proud of what we've got so far. And it's really—it's a film about a child soldier who who became a uh, you know ultimately a, a Khmer Rouge uh, a leader. He got deeply involved in the Khmer Rouge, and then he fought with the Cambodian army for a few years, lost a leg to a landmine, and then he start—he started a landmine muse- uh Sorry, a, a war museum and he's been working in and out of that sort of this whole idea of, of you know telling his story over and over and so the film's about storytelling it's about healing it's about this beautiful country called Cambodia but it's really honestly Bridget it's it's become a film about mental health issues actually and, oh, okay. and, and it's about PTSD and trauma and that's Broken Courage is a trans- direct English translation from a, bro- uh, a, a Khmer word uh, that is the closest translation to post-traumatic stress disorder that you mm. can get so it's Yeah, it's kind of, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's really interesting. And, and I think that's where you, when I, (laughs) you can probably hear it in my voice, but I get, I get pretty excited about it because I think it's not only going to be a great film. I think there's a, I think there's an opportunity for some social, uh, like a social change campaign of a sort that could come out after the film or alongside of it as well. So anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for... Well, hey, listen, thanks for listening. And, no, and, no, that's and, okay.
1: It's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. You know, I don't know a lot about Cambodia. I've traveled a lot to Asia, but, you know, it sounds like something that, you know, is, is going to make a really interesting film and educate a lot of people.
0: I hope so, and I hope... Uh, and, mm. and and we're going to... We're probably... And this might not appeal to you as a journalist, but we're probably going to stay away from the political side of things. Yeah, um, And as you know... Um, you know, Australia's been in the news of late with, uh, with Cambodia and I've forgotten his name right now, but the filmmaker that was just released.
1: James Rickardson, Yeah. Thank
0: you. Thank you. And, mm. um, anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, I've been going there since 2003 and I would say this was, um, there was more tension sort of on this visit than I've noticed before. There was, there was, I was talking to a Khmer man and he looked at a plant in front of me and he said, you know, Democracy was like that plant here, up, mm. into, up until a month ago, and he just mm. and then he went and now and he just kind of waved his hands, <laughs> you know. And it's it's uh, yeah. It's, I think people are really discouraged in Cambodia right now, but I hope it's mm. I hope and trust it's a bit of a hiccup. But um, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll see what happens. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were in Sri Lanka.
1: Yeah, I was just doing some travel writing there. So oh, okay. That- there in um the Maldives for about a month which was you know a fairly long trip um, yeah
0: that is a long trip but
1: it was also very relaxing so okay <laughs> it was yeah it was good fun
0: you were in a you were in a good spot
1: uh I, I was traveling around so I was like oh okay I was pretty much on the road constantly I I covered I went around the country clockwise so yeah, and then into the interior. So yeah, it's I don't know if you've been to Sri Lanka, but it's fantastic. I have not. Oh, it's so nice. Oh. Yeah,
0: cool. I mean it
1: has its share of problems, but it's it's actually I think, you know, on the up.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's uh well that's a, that's a good sign. I mean the I was supposed to uh, Colombo, right? Is that the capital?
1: Yeah, that's the yeah, capital.
0: Yeah, right. I was supposed to go there a few years back. I was on a on a trip coming out of Hong Kong or something. I've done a fair bit of traveling over the years, not so much in the last five, but, but, um, yeah, I never did wind up going. So, well, I'll, uh, you know, maybe that goes on the bucket list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: um well listen we've kind of chatted a little bit but I'd, I'd love to just chat a little bit more like this it's great i, f- I feel like i know you already and it's probably partially because of the, some of the research i've done and reading through your book which i've loved by the way mm-hmm. um, oh thank you yeah and it's and and from my understanding it's 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 done pretty well right like you you've yeah. you, you've been really busy with this book am, am i right
1: well i spent about 10 years um you know doing the research and then yeah. okay. wrote it in a, in a couple of years. So my work as a travel journalist and um, reporter has sent me all over the world, and my particular focus was on wellness. And you know, when the wellness industry started becoming a really big deal, I had enough material for a book.
0: Interesting. So you were you were ahead of the mark, uh, mark on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Unfortunately, I didn't monetize any of it, um, oh. but I, I have been able to observe it.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know. So. Um, so I haven't, I mean, I'm recording, but I'm not recording, if you know what I mean. And, um, so, uh, I'll bring us in sort of formally in a couple minutes. Um, is Mm -hmm. Bridget is, am I pronouncing your name right, by the way, Bridget? Yeah, that's
2: correct. And it's Delaney,
0: correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, is there, so a couple questions. Is there anything you don't want to? me to talk about, and is there anything you specifically do want me to talk about, you know, like your travel project, or kind of kind of what's next for you, or, you know, happy to do that, I, I have a decent social media following, it's not huge, but it's decent, and uh, I do have an audience, so... So happy to do that for you, but also um mm-hmm. if, if if there's you know if there's nothing that comes to, bubbles to the surface right away, you could always let me know as well. And then we'll we'll do about 20 tweets on it. We'll publish it on Facebook, um, and then it will go up on a uh, uh, rabble.ca as well. That's a fairly significant uh, news agency here in Canada, and the tagline is "news for the rest of us." It's uh, it's it's kind of left. It's this. Th- I mean, this this. I'm pretty sure this interview will appeal to their demographic as well. So I've got yeah, my own sort I'm of question. list. Yeah. So there's a couple different platforms and uh, then all the usual suspects, of course. Um, And uh, yeah, that's, I mean, uh, you know, my, we've kind of covered everything. We, I I usually try to get to know my guests for a few minutes, at least if I'm not face to face Mm -hmm. and, um, and um, yeah, just, yeah. always want to make sure that I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a journalist. I'm a conversationalist and that's kind of, yeah, no, that
1: sounds great. Yeah, a lot of podcasts, you know, they're they're more about the conversation and the people connecting rather than you know some sort of probing.
0: I'm not interested. You know, investigation. I mean, I mean, if I if I probe, it's only because I want to clarification or hey that's fascinating yeah. can we get more goods on that i'm not interested in the dirt like i'm not i'm not looking for the yeah. big story here i'm i really am it's to me it is social change and 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 getting people excited about things that matter it, it, to me is a conversation so and 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 um yeah so that's what i've been trying to do here for the last 5 years or so i'm coming up on 400 interviews so i'm quite quite, oh, thrilled, fantastic. quite thrilled about that yeah so
1: yeah well look there's nothing there's just you know, there's nothing that I'm particularly sensitive about and there's, um, there's nothing, you know, I need to focus on. So I'll just let you, let you go ahead.
0: Okay. Okay. Well then let's do that. Um, let's just dive in here. If you give me, uh, uh, about 30 to 40 seconds, I will bring us in. Mm -hmm. Oh, and how, how long are you good for? Are you good for about 30 minutes?
1: Yeah, I'm good for thirty minutes.
0: All right, and we can, you know, and oh, that's the other thing. If either of us says anything, you know, wildly offensive or um, <laughs> or or politically unsettling, I'm happy to take it out.
2: <laughs> uh, that's
1: okay. I've done I've done like the book came out last year in yep. Australia, so I've done quite a lot of media. So oh, I'm good. pretty I'm pretty not polished, but I'm pretty good at. Um, you know, talk, doing live interviews and stuff. So good, this excellent, will be fine.
0: fantastic. Um, no, I can and, totally tell.
1: Uh, yeah, and if um, if you send me the link, I yep. can put it out on all my social media as well when it when it comes
0: out sounds great we'll do that is there anything coming up that you'd like to time it with like I'm happy to sit like often I'll interview filmmakers and I mean I'm sitting on about three right now that I did about honestly two, two three months ago waiting for the theatrical release um, I know the book's already been out but any anything you've got coming up that we could use to sort of no public- no
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to start a new book oh good um, but I've, that, that is yet to be written so um, that won't be for a while
0: okay got it All right. Well, give me a second here and and I'm going to bring us in. Yep. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest here uh, today, all the way from Australia, believe it or not. Uh, We have uh, Bridget Delaney here with us on the line today to talk about her new book, Well Mania, Extreme Misadventures in the Search for Wellness. Bridget, thank you for joining us today on Face to Face.
1: Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: I, you know, my listeners will know that I'm, what, what I'm about to say. I'm I'm old enough to still be blown away by how great of a connection we have here online. It's just, <laughs> it's just it's amazing. Re- it's just remarkable. How far are you away? What are you? 14,000 kilometers away from from here, right now, from Toronto, and we're having this virtual face-to-face conversation. Wonderful.
1: Well, I know that I I went to Toronto last year and oh, took good. about three or four flights and. You know, many days in the air, so it's it's much easier to speak via Skype.
0: It's 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 not quite as exhausting, right? Let's hope not. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so extreme misadventures in the search for wellness. I I mean, there's there's so many laugh out loud moments. And by the way, congratulations! I know I'm a little late to the game on this. You, your book was published last year, uh, um, and and you've been having some great success with it. Maybe maybe you can give us kind of the you know the the, the more generic overview of what. what it's about, what your kind of goals were. I know you were researching this for 10 years, and and then I've got some fun questions for you. And I love your sense of humor, by the way. (laughs) It comes, out in, <laughs> Thanks, it comes out in so many different ways. And I think one of my favorite moments is near the, near the beginning of the book, and I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But I think you were out at a bar, a bar and, and the line was something like, help me out here, but the difference between me and this man was only one drink. It's one of, yeah. one of, one of my fa- favorite moments in the book. But uh, Yeah, so, so, so Well Mania, Extreme Misadventures in the Search for Wellness, Do Tell.
1: So um, about 10 or 15 years ago, I started doing a lot of travel journalism, um, particularly around Asia um, and in Australia. And I noticed that there was a real trend for retreats, um, Mm. spa holidays. And I started going on these and documenting people's experiences. And then a few years ago, I realized that this industry had been growing enormously. It was now worth, you know, 14.7 trillion dollars more than the pharmaceutical industry and many other industries um i thought the time was ripe to have a look at it um to see what works what doesn't work but also look at it with a sense of humor because some of the things that people in the wellness industry get up to um are kind of funny but they take themselves a bit too seriously
0: the the you you talk about um Right near the beginning of the book, and I'm going to find the quote because I, I I know I underlined it. But you talked about this sense of being out of whack.
1: I think that's a common thing. Um, so there's a lot of abundance in many countries in the world today: Canada, Australia, the UK, the US. And I've been living in New York, and I I just had too much food, too much booze. I felt uncomfortable in my skin, mm. um, and I just didn't have that sense of vitality that. I I should have as someone who's who's not sick um and so i looked at how the wellness industry promises to restore that and if in fact it does restore it um and you know what are the factors that mean we don't have vitality and one of them is of course like lack of sleep um lack of kind of time to prepare fresh um healthy food uh kind of no breaks on the fact that if you if you are in a big city and want to go out every night, you know, th- for me at that time, that was a possibility. So I overdid it, and then the wellness industry kind of stepped in and corrected that.
0: So this this was your attempt at, at, at um, um, regaining what you lost in your college and university years? Is that what, is that what you're saying?
1: Um, <laughs> well, I think, it's, uh, I think I definitely wanted to lose weight, and I definitely wanted to just be a bit more – I don't know, just feel a bit better on on a mental level, an emotional level, uh, definitely a spiritual level. Well,
0: you talk – you you know, it's interesting, the out-of-wax – the out of whackness, I, I've just come back, we we chatted before we were, you know, uh, recording our conversation today about about tri- travel, and you do a fair bit of it, Sri Lanka, I'm just mm. back from, you know, Cambodia, Bangladesh, I'm really not feeling well yet, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, and your system is just off, and, and it's, it's off on so many levels, and and I I, I actually uh, looked up, and it wasn't even in connection to, to sort of researching doing this interview with you, but, you know, Jet, lag and you know solutions etc you know because you're oh melatonin you're always looking for the the, the easy way out i suppose right um mm. but but i cannot believe the stuff that i found on on gel lag you know depression anxiety uh stomach disorders irritable bowel i mean the list just goes on so i think i mean you've clearly hit a nerve i mean economically we've hit a nerve with 14.7 trillion dollars is 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 almost absurd um mm. but but I think a lot of us do feel kind of unwell, don't, don't we?
1: We do, um, and it's not, just, it's not just a physical um, unwellness, it's, it's a sense of mm. not um, connecting to a uh, kind of quieter, more, um, I guess, more spiritual dimension. One of the things that I found really interesting was that smartphones have, you know, they've made, technology made people's lives better, but people don't feel like they're getting any time off from the internet or from being connected or from social media. And that causes quite a bit of anxiety. Um, And so there are all these places springing up, all these retreats that are trying to wean people off their phones, that are trying to get them into a a place of stillness um, or quiet, connecting with something that's not um, tech-based, and I think this is a problem for for anyone that lives in the west and it is is kind of glued to their phones, which is a lot of us
0: It's a lot of us, and I, yeah I think we underestimate the amount of time we spend with our necks at what i don't know thirty three degrees, whatever it is looking down like yeah. that yeah you mm. could, um do you think you know you 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 ask in the introduction right out of the gate, you know the important question for you is 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 why? right the, mm. deep, the deeper question is why so appeals to me my background academically is philosophy it's not it's mm. not just about the wellness industry itself but why are they offering it to us um do you think do you think part of that answer came um hmm, what do i want to ask here the intention mm-hmm. I, I guess is it all about money is it about the 14.7 trillion or, do you, or 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 is it a little bit more comprehensive and holistic than that
1: I mean, like any industry, the wellness industry has people that are genuinely wanting to help others um, mm. and do it very altruistically. It's also got big business who've become attached, and it's got a number of people who are snake oil salespeople. Right. You know, they claim to be healers, or they'll they'll claim that if you go to this particular resort or take this supplement, um, you'll heal your cancer or your. Um, digestive problems i didn't go into this in the book but one of the um interesting news stories coming out of australia recently was a young wellness blogger who claimed to have cured her own brain cancer by um, rejecting chemotherapy and drinking lots of juice um and she she had you know hundreds of thousands of followers and people who were very sick who were mm. um taking her advice and she turned out not to have cancer at all so Um, And she's now um, before the courts. So there's a there's that aspect of the wellness industry which is really um, sharky. But there there's also a tradition. um, Like I I go to a Benedictine monastery in the book. You know, there's a tradition of uh, helping others, taking people in who are having a hard time, and doing it on pretty much a not for profit basis. So there's the whole range.
0: Are, t- tell tell me a little bit about the. You kind of. I'm going to say that you knew this book was coming a long time ago. Were you prepping when you were doing the research? Were you prepping for Wellmania? <laughs> did you did you realize what you were stepping into?
2: <laughs>
1: no, look, I I wasn't because um, I was doing it on assignment for various newspapers. So right. Um, and I also am a mad journal keeper, so I I keep a lot of. I keep a diary almost constantly. So I had a huge amount of information, both kind of hard information about the places that I was going to, and also my my more internal journey when I was, you know, at various retreats or at various points in my life, I could refer to a diary that might be 10 years old, and suddenly I was back there. So. In many ways, I guess I'm prepping for any type of book that that might come from my own life because of of the methods that I use.
0: You talked. You you mentioned a diary. I think you've been keeping one, if I remember correctly, for over t- about twenty years.
1: Yeah, that's correct.
0: And is that is that um, a, is that a daily thing for you? Is it? Are you are you? No. That in- <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Um, it's not. It's uh, it's basically a um it's a great way to fill in time if i'm on a particularly if i'm on a journey if i'm on a train or if i'm waiting somewhere if i'm waiting for someone i carry it with me all the time it's a paper journal i just whip it out i might only write three or four lines a month um but if i'm traveling that you know i I tend to spend more time on recording things uh but look there'll be months that go by where you know I, i don't sort of make a mark but uh I, I have a column in The Guardian each week called Bridget Delaney's Diary, um, and that, that effectively acts as a, as a very public journal um, about what's happening in my
0: life um do you so 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 the reason i i, I wanted to go there is you, you i think and, and i'm just flipping through here quickly trying to find it in the book but you you talk about your being no i think no stranger to self-observation and and i mean to mm. me you know really appeals to me it appeals to the existentialist in me bridget if that makes mm. any sense at all you mm. know this idea of becoming a more Uh, authentic you know person a more authentic self what does Mm. it mean to be a better Mm. human being how can i be a better better husband a better parent a better friend you know Mm. a better podcaster and so on and isn't it about being able to self-observe and 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 reflect and but i think at that point in the book you you also talk about (laughs) which i just find so funny about being dishonest Mm.
2: Mm. um
0: and 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 it's just it's interesting that you you're honest enough to tell us that you're, you know, you're dishonest. I just see the sort of the irony of that. But can you talk about that? That I mean, isn't that what well is about really in a sense? All the it, it's about that search for self, that authentic self, isn't it? Mm. It's a,
1: yeah, I mean, um I'm trying to remember the bit where I talked about being dishonest. Um
0: I'm going to find it. So
1: Yeah, yeah. I look everyone has the capacity to fool themselves. Um Right. And
0: Oh, here I got it. I've got it. I'm a first person journalist. Yeah. Quote, I've kept a diary for twenty years. I've been on dozens of retreats. I am no stranger to self observation, yet still, like most people, I can be dishonest with myself. Being honest can be painful, and it may lead to an acknowledgement that things need to change and change is hard, close quote. And then you go on to talk. It's 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 in the lean section. Um and by uh-huh. the way, I wanna get I wanna get to that, the clean, lean and serene. <laughs> but 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 yeah, being honest is painful, right? And, 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 change is hard. That's so good.
1: It is. And I think you can, you can go on these retreats, um, which might be for a week in Bali. Um, right. <laughs> <or> <laughs> why Costa is it Rica.
0: always, why is it always Bali or Costa Rica? Yeah. it's. <laughs> See,
1: there are countries whose economy is propped up by, by the wellness industry and, um, they are, they are two such places. But, um, you, you go on these things, and you think that your life will change when you get back. But often we just fall into old habits, old patterns.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: The the week fades, like the tan fades, and um, you know, unless we're really willing to change aspects of our everyday life, um, you know, these things don't have a long lasting impact.
0: You know, there's so many questions. I and and I'm. Um... <laughs> Are you going to live to a hundred and one?
1: Definitely not. <laughs> I don't want to.
0: <laughs> you did. Um, you did the hundred and one day detox, right? Yeah. And, and that's my that's my question after reading that section was: Are you actually going to make it?
1: No, um, I won't make it. I mean, maybe I will, but I I suspect that most of my friends will be dead by then, and um, it won't be a lot of fun being a hundred and one by
0: myself. <laughs> yeah you won't be hanging out at that bar till three a m will you definitely
1: not what do you I call would it
0: hope not. the o- what is it the Oporto at three a m is that what it was yeah <laughs> sounds like a- yes. po- a poem that you should write in the very near future yeah why it's why would why why mm-hmm. would you want to live to hundred and one unless you i guess unless you really had your health i guess is 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 mm-hmm. is the question so so what are some of the practices that that uh you know from your research and your travels and so on what what have you kept what if what you know Um, so
1: I've kept meditation Um, and meditation is is easy to keep like it's uh, it's portable so I travel a lot and meditation is something that once you learn how to do it there's no cost Um, you can do it anywhere Mm. you just need 20 minutes 30 minutes a day um, and a a quiet space and off you go so um, meditation I think is fantastic and it does it does work definitely for me Um, I think Sleep is a really massive one. Once again, it's free. You can pretty much do it anywhere. But I just noticed that my equilibrium and my mood, everything improves if I've had a decent sleep. Um, And some of the the, kind of the wisest people I met during the course of researching this book were people that didn't engage with fads. They were,
2: Mm.
1: one guy was a a farmer from Northern Australia who was in incredibly good shape. He was in his late 70s, very, very fit. And he just had one or two beers a week, um, exercised every day, so did physical work on his farm, ate produce produce that he grew himself and not too much of it, but also didn't deprive himself. Um, He was travelling a lot. He was curious. uh, He had a community around him, and and that's kind of what I aspire to. But we were were talking – I met him on a trip in um, central Australia, and we were talking about – turmeric lattes and he had no idea what we were talking about (laughs) and he just thought the whole thing sounded ridiculous so there's something in that
0: well, it's in, you know it is interesting. It just well, you when you said that, it made me think of uh, I get some of the uh, vitamins that I get from a local health store that I use uh, from time to time. I'm there a few times a month, and it's it is interesting to see, you know, speaking of fats, what's on the countertop each time, and and kind of yeah. what's what stays. Was this just the salesperson who came in and had twenty four of these and they got rid of them, or is you know is this something that that actually is is really going to make a difference in people's lives? But one of the things that seems to stick around is some drink. I think it is that you can take the morning after if you've been drinking too much. So I think this taps into quite nicely too your your commentary around you know excess and just wanting the quick fix. And in, in 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 I think it's in the clean in the clean section of the book. But you know here it is six ninety five. Take this with you the next time you go on binge drinking. You know, uh, uh, road show with a few of your friends. Drink that in the morning. You're gonna feel better, <laughs> right?
1: I mean, maybe just don't binge drink. <laughs> <Then> <laughs> that's
0: you don't right. need well, then yeah, you don't need
1: the, the thing. I mean, that that's a lot of the problem is that we we are given um, you know kind of permission by the market to engage in all this bad behavior. We're encouraged <laughs> through advertising and the all these fu- other things, That's a funny line. We'll so.
0: Right, Um, and then sold the cure, exactly.
1: Yeah, so I think it's just really important to be aware of that dynamic of how the market, you know, corrupts us, then tries to save us. And um, that's why things that are for free, like meditation and sleep and spending time with friends, um, you know, working in your community or being involved in community work, uh, that stuff's not monetized, um, and it just happens to be some of the healthiest behaviors that you can engage in. I want to
0: I want to ask you um, I want to ask you about relationships and community and and friendships mm. and so on and mental health in a second. Um, but d- can you talk a little bit about that? Um, you know that 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 sense of 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 corruption, like how how. How how much of this, you know, is, is really by dis I guess by design and, and and at what point does it become dangerous? You know, you know, you talk about the woman who said she was cured of brain cancer. I, I think of faith healers, right, who who have done mm. who have done similar things, who make these outrageous claims and these flimflam men over the years. You know um the elixir of life back in the early nineteen hundreds at what point are you actually duping people? Uh, no, you really actually should be going to see a doctor about that where does Where does modern science fit into all this as well? There's about six questions wrapped up in there i think
1: <laughs> I'll take the last one about science um you know that was a real issue when I was researching I, the book, particularly I when I was researching um fasting There's not a lot of studies um on humans about. What happens when you fast for long periods of time and what the benefits are so I did a quite a lengthy fast for the book Which was a fascinating and fairly grueling process, but I found that um, When I went to find information about the fast mm-hmm. You know there was a lot of wellness blogs that had a lot of pseudoscience in it But yeah. when I went to try and find the science Not a lot there so people do gravitate towards um you know, towards sort of hokey things when they may not have other information available.
0: Yeah, and and don't you also say, I mean, you seem, this idea of things that are free, that are easy, that are almost natural, mm. seems to be a, mm. a thread for you. You you talk about that as well. You say that, mm. that, that you raise the question that maybe there uh, there isn't that much science around fasting is because there isn't necessarily maybe, or at least my my, my conclusion is there isn't that much money to be made
1: there's i mean virtually no money to be made however the fasting clinic that i went to was very expensive right because but but that was detox wasn't it that
0: was all yeah that was it
1: yeah but um i think fasting itself you you know you do need to go into it carefully um Mm -hmm. so it's free but look i would recommend that you do it with it with your gp or your doctor um it has been there have been some studies um, I think at UCLA that has shown that fasting um, assists people uh, in getting the best out of chemotherapy hmm. um, so there's a couple of kind of studies around things like that but it's really dangerous to I think test test how long people can go without food and what happens to their body um, it's you know ethically it's it's a bit of a conundrum um, the the only studies I could find about um you know how long you can go with things like uh, studies on hunger strikers. So um, mm-hmm. the IRA um, guys, I think, in the eighties in the British prisons. Uh, so I was, I was eating, I was drinking about two hundred calories a day. Um, and feeling very odd and, and lots of strange things happened to my body over the two weeks that I didn't take food.
0: I think you get more um, than that in a shot of tequila, don't you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you certainly do. <laughs> um, but when I was, when I wanted to know what was happening to me, like why was I, why were my dreams suddenly vivid? Um, why uh, you know, why suddenly did my eyes become very clear? Like what was happening with my nails and my hair that were suddenly really shiny? And You know, my brain was all over the place. Like one minute I was really foggy, Hmm. then in week two I was super sharp and there's not a lot of science around about that.
0: Um, I'm, I've been, I've been, I, I have, I promise you, I've been listening, but I, I keep getting, uh, as I'm flipping through your book here, <laughs> I keep getting sidetracked by one liners. Booze and parties still have their allure, but the allure is full of complications. That's <laughs> just <laughs> so funny. Uh, I was looking for, um, it cracked me up. It was your detox menu. And, Uh and you ended up, and then the line that made me laugh, I I can't find it. It's probably around that portion, but where, and, and you end up back to the cucumber. I mean, it just, but I, but I, but I think, I think it's really important that people take that away that, you 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 know, be careful of the fads. Don't step in necessarily without, you know, wise guidance. I think part of the problem Mm -hmm. for me is that, um, at what point, what, what are your reference points? Because what if the advice you're getting Is already problematic, if Mm. if if you know what I mean. Like, how how do you how do you see the forest and the trees?
1: Well, you have to trust. I mean, a lot of a lot of the, um, you know, there have been. It worked out fine for me. Um, Although I'm not sure if it's like I lost a lot of weight doing the fast, but as soon as I went back to my normal life, I I put all that weight back on. So, um, long term, I don't know if it if it was very helpful Um, Mm. because it you do need your body does need food for fuel and um i found that you know being on a really really restricted diet meant that i was not particularly um active during that time uh i guess the thing is to just always go to your your gp but people will people will do things that aren't necessarily proven scientifically because um it makes sense to them intuitively. So, yeah, I, I did not offer any health advice in this book because, you know, it's, uh, it's a minefield
0: it it well it really is and 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 isn't it about context to some degree and i did i mean is it fair i mean everybody is so different right i mean all of our, mm. our systems are different i mean i struggle with sleep issues all the time it's free but mm. boy if you can't get to sleep it's it's <laughs> mm. or you can't stay asleep you know that, that that's a that's a significant issue so um mm. um talk to me about relationships a little bit about community about the 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 wellness of that the detoxification and having a great conversation with 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 uh, an intimate friend uh, you know over a glass of wine heaven forbid you know you get to spend i mean is that more is that is that the is that the serenity that that you're talking about you're looking for that, that there is healing to be found in community
1: I think it's all to do with connections so um, if you're disconnected from people around you if you don't have if your only relationships are online um, if you're incredibly self-involved um, you're gonna feel you know anxious and depressed and you're gonna be searching for something to fill that gap it's just a very human thing um, but I found when I was fasting you know I took myself out of society for a couple of weeks uh, you know I couldn't go to restaurants I couldn't go to to bars obviously or cafes and so a whole area of connection of meeting friends um, over a coffee that was suddenly something I couldn't do and I I felt really lonely during the fast Mm. you know it was it was isolating um, you know being on such an extreme detox and uh, you know the wellness industry is quite individualistic it's not necessarily about connecting you with a group of people it's all about what can you do for yourself and your body?
0: Interesting. Um, and yep. that's
1: another thing to be, I guess, aware of when you engage with that industry.
0: You you mention at the end of the book, you thank some of the eccentric folks that you met along the way, your journey. And I would imagine, with the work that you've done over the over these years as a as a journalist and so on, the people that you met, you've got quite a long list. Um, can, can you can you tell us about a couple that's that stand out?
1: Um, or any one that stands yeah. out? There were some shockers. There were some <laughs> terrible... There were some real charlatans. Um, wow. And as a travel writer, you, you do get sent to wellness retreats and with the expectation that you write about people. And I remember being sent to this one very expensive um, retreat in Japan, and there was um, a wellness practitioner there who had clearly made it all up. She was absolutely um you know she was seeing auras she was uh you know um, rebirthing us she was uh putting spells on us with chicken legs uh wow. she was she was just so she delved into about twelve different spiritual traditions <laughs> and was kind of using a bit of all of them and kept on losing track of what she was doing and um and so you know you can laugh about that but if you're someone who's in a lot of pain and is Mm. looking for um answers and you do go to a retreat or something where the person is just making it all up um then that can be a really dangerous thing so you know there are there are a number of people like that around but there are also some really great people so i've had some amazing meditation teachers who've been just incredibly wise and um you know, have have changed my life and the way I think about life. Um, there's a big section in the book on yoga, and one of my yoga teachers, uh, a guy called Adam, you know, I found his the way he taught and his experiences really fantastic. Um, he was affected by September 11. He was working uh, downtown after um, the, you know, the attacks, and he got quite sick from a lot of the dust and his anxiety became quite bad and so he went to yoga and meditation as a way of dealing with his anxiety Um, and you know so people who share their stories about how they've overcome certain things and then go on to teach others uh, Mm. I find those people really impressive
0: Mm. yeah I'm uh, I don't know that I would say it saved my life but I I'm a huge fan of meditative yoga I've tried the harder stuff like you know mm. the H- uh, hatha yoga and so on yeah that's out of my league but mm. the stuff where you can lie down and hold a position for 10 12 minutes i'm all in yeah
1: um yeah yin. yeah yin yeah starts.
0: it's fantastic like it, it, i mean i'm terrible at the whole idea of meditation i i mean it's remarkable what the mind will do when you try to focus it really truly is it, or at least <laughs> my at least my mind anyway um but but Stick i'm with, with yeah, no, for sure, and I, I'm with you. I think it's, I think, yeah. The question for me is, what, what would I be like without it? You know, uh, yeah. And I, and I think, I think um, that that's a good thing to keep keep front and center. You, you ask. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, you ask that funny, very funny question. Can you get, can you get addicted to yoga? Did, did, you, <laughs> did you, did you, did you ever have that as a problem or an issue?
2: Uh
1: I started, I'm terrible at yoga, I do it a lot but I've I've never become any more than a beginner, Um, I've never really graduated beyond you know, the very easiest kind of classes Um, but I started doing it every day at Mm. a very intense studio in Bondi in Sydney and found I became quite good at it and my body changed I became a lot more flexible um, and I got a real rush from that and I thought I just want to do this every day for like 90 minutes a day but of course it became a complete nightmare to kind of live a life around the classes but a lot of people do particularly in Sydney I know there's a huge wellness scene in Canada Um, particularly Vancouver I think's got a lot of Vancouver and Toronto are big Mm -hmm. wellness hubs Uh, but definitely Sydney is as well and people people live for it so look it's a good it's a healthy addiction but it's
0: still an addiction. It's still an addiction. Yeah, I think your comment about trying to live your life around the schedule of yoga is a really interesting starting point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and and Bridget, is it is it really a just shy of a fifteen trillion dollar industry? Is that is that is that a is a real number? It's
1: astounding. So I just got um I just got an email from the the institute that collates... All the facts and figures. Let me see if I can find it. And it's gone up. So. It's
0: gone up. Yeah, of course it has. Um, let's
1: see. Sorry, it's on my email.
0: And then the final question, because we got to wrap it up. Believe it or not, um, and, and yeah. Is, well, maybe it's not the final question, but are are you are you oh, more? Sorry. Yeah. Oh,
1: can I just make a clarification? It's a 4.2 trillion dollar industry. Sorry.
0: Mystery. Got I, it. Nope.
1: I've added an extra. You added. <laughs> I've added an extra ten trillion.
0: <laughs> That's um, right, but still, it's a ridiculous <laughs> amount of money. Either way, <laughs>
1: yeah, that is a lot of money. So oh, it's um, insane. Yeah.
0: It's just insane. It's uh, <laughs> um, so. So two 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 final questions. Something mm. you didn't know about yourself that you know now after this, you know, journey, and and are you more clean, lean, mm. and serene?
1: Um, so something I didn't know about myself was that, um, so I I was brought up Catholic and I've become sort of atheist agnostic since university. Um, but doing this made me realize that, um, you know, everyone has a spiritual dimension, but it is shut down a lot by modern life. Mm. Um, and that it is worth exploring that, you know, it's, it is worth inquiring into You know that part of ourselves, um, and it's probably going to be a lifelong thing. But Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's worth turning our minds to Um, as to whether I've become more lean, clean, and serene. I definitely definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But also, I'm more aware of of you know if I do start to slip into patterns of overindulging, I'm a lot more. I'm a lot quicker to kind of pull myself out of it right. and and correct. Um, I certainly don't want to live a life where I, I can't, you know, have birthday cake or champagne or, <laughs> right. um, I, you know, I travel a lot. I love eating the, the foods in different countries. Um, so it's just more about being aware of, you know, when you overindulge and trying not to to do it too often.
0: Um, what was Aristotle's line? Everything, everything in moderation,
1: except for moderation. Except for moderation, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, the, and then, the, I've. Always, I'm a huge fan. I don't know how you feel about Oscar Wilde, but I've always been a, a, yeah, a big, right. big fan. And the. Uh, the only thing I can resist, uh, I can't resist is temptation. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's so good. Well, listen, what a, what a wonderful time I've had today chatting with you. Thank you so thank much. You. For, thank you Thank you, David. For, that was great fun. Yeah, we've been, we've been having a chat with uh, Bridget Delaney, talking about her uh, pretty new book, Well Mania. Uh, you need to get it. Uh, it's uh, available in a variety of different formats. Well Mania: Extreme Misadventures in the Search for Wellness. Bridget, thanks, thanks again. Really appreciate your thank time. Thank you